2: welcome to the rose cast i'm your host tim kennedy with me as always distinguished bachelor scholar acclaimed bachelor critic esteemed <laughs> bachelor academic alex bradford a.b yes sir what's up man not much how's it going What would you think of uh, this week's episode? Quick one-liner, AB's AB's thoughts. I'm getting worried Rachel's not going to find love, Rim. (laughs) I feel like that's kind of a recurring theme on these episodes. (laughs) Well, no, I I tend to agree with you. There doesn't seem to be a lot of catches here, and if you expand the contestant pool of all men, married, single, or otherwise in the world... I don't know if any of them would be good enough for Rachel, (laughs) A.B. it's a good point. Anyway, thank you for making us part of your bachelor consumption. We appreciate you listening. A.B., are you ready to get right into the confrontation in the driveway? A lot of shit went down in the driveway this week. A lot of driveway stuff going on, Rim, Let's do it. Last episode, you remember DeMario came back little producer situation. I don't know why he thought. She already told him off once in the afternoon. I don't know why he came back and thought she wasn't going to do the same thing to him again four hours later. Did you like how uh, Chris Harrison kind of kept the guys back? Like, hey, hey, watch (laughs) out, fellas. Hey, fellas, back up. Uh, Give them space. Let's give these guys some space. (laughs) Chris Harrison's LinkedIn is Bachelor host. Uh, Responsibilities include I bring the date cards. Uh, and prevent, ma- like, 30 to 1 fights from taking place. Those are the those are his two responsibilities. <laughs> Make sure there's no mob. <laughs> mob fights. Small group versus one guy is fine. Huge group versus one guy. Hey, fellas, fellas, let's come on. <laughs> let's be adults here. But anyway, Rachel, uh, for whatever reason, wanted to hear him out. She wanted to hear Demario out. And now, uh, we predicted last episode, correctly... That Rachel was going to let him do his little spiel and then she was going to shut him down. I think we all knew that was anybody who thought that was something else was going to happen was out of their minds.
1: Halfway through the speech, though, Rim, I thought she might there might be a chance they let her on, let him on just for for fun.
2: No, dude, her face was a noble. I'm not here for the bullshit face from start to finish throughout the speech.
1: I didn't think that she would want him actually want him to come back, but I thought maybe the producers would let
2: him back. You know, I have a feeling Rachel is engaging in some give and take with the producers. Like, she gets to... She's not trying to play these these all these games with these producers, but she'll let them do some of them. For instance, keeping Waboom on night one. She's like, alright, fine, I'll keep Waboom on night one, but you gotta let me get rid of X, Y, and Z. Or you gotta, you know, not play me with this surprise comeback stuff. <laughs> anyway, DeMario, classic DeMario mistake... He's talking too much in the spiel uh he does admit he wasn't quote a hundred percent truthful about the Lexi situation. Another way to interpret that is I lied. you could have just said that to Mario. Yeah. <laughs> um he's got, the be like you said halfway through the speech it seemed to you know maybe okay, but then he just kept going on and on he was pulling out fucking quotes um inspirational quotes he's talking nah. about how he was trying to position it like this was like a the the you know, the the turning point in a rom com. He was like, I talked to my Uber driver and I told him I'm coming to get you. And she's like, All right, you know, let me just fuck
1: off, but Let me just cut you <laughs> off. He says, In orderings in order to experience joy, you have to experience pain, Rim. All right, fucking cut it with the bullshit, Demario. You guys, <laughs> you guys barely know each other. sick of it.
2: You guys <laughs> barely know each other. It's like he googled like what to do when your girlfriend, what to say when your girlfriend breaks up with you. I'm like, well, she's only for four days, Demario. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna play the Rachel clip here because the the speech from Rachel, thinking on her feet. By the way, she didn't she didn't plan for this. There are too many good quotes for us to repeat, so we'll just run it back. And, when I met you
0: okay. my entire
2: okay. life changed. Okay. And I do give you that. And 100%. I
0: and I'm not saying that what you're saying is not true. I just need you to understand I need a man mm-hmm. who when they're confronted with a difficult situation, Correct. they don't start lying about yeah. it. I need someone who owns their mistakes right. when they're presented to them. Uh, I and I agree. gave you time after time after time standing in that gym looking like a damn fool. Yeah to give you an opportunity to explain yourself. And to be honest with you, if you had been like, you know what, Rachel, I up, this is what the situation was Mm -hmm. right before I got here, but this is why I did it. You honestly probably would be in the mansion right now, but that's not what you did. And what I saw in the gym Mm -hmm. yesterday, that was a boy. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a man. And I feel like I have some amazing men in that house who are here for me. So I'm glad that you've realized that you should move forward. Mm -hmm. But I need you to know that forward isn't that way to the mansion. Forward is outside of it. So I'm glad that this has been a life lesson. I'm glad that you gave me the quote about the joy and the pain. Mm -hmm. And I hope that the pain that you've gotten from this gives you joy somewhere else. It's just not here right now. Thank you.
2: Basically, Rachel says, you know, good quotes and all that. That's fine. But turn your ass around. You're not coming back up the driveway. DeMario seems like the type of guy who's always been able to talk his way out of a situation. Oh, for sure. For sure. And met his is matching Rachel. Hey, fellas, take note. You got anything else on uh, Rachel giving him the boot again? she basically was like I'm glad
1: you gave a little bullshit quote and I'm glad you came here and you might be able to move forward with your life but you're not nah, it's not you're not moving forward through
2: this mansion in me very impressive given that she did not f- five minutes earlier she had no idea she was gonna have to confront this man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's what we've come to expect from her well that's that goodbye to Mario forever AB we both thought he was gonna go deep good looking guy charisma 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 wow all right let's go back in the house before we get to blake and what boom we got a couple interactions that i think might deserve a little bit of attention it's rose night rim For- i forgot that coming into the
1: episode i forgot they didn't even have a rose ceremony again
2: okay i hate when they have rose ceremonies at the beginning of episodes it happened all season last year with nick uh, yes. and this is
1: the problem once they get off by like one episode it's the whole yeah. season's gonna be this way because this this episode we didn't get the Indian rose or the rose ceremony either.
2: It's true. They're, yeah, you're not We're gonna get it. They're never gonna do two in one, and they're never no. gonna have a beginning rose ceremony, epi- a rose ceremony at the beginning of an episode, followed by an episode with no rare ceremony, followed by you know three quarters of an episode with no rose yeah. ceremony and then like they, they will never have that big of a gap we're never getting back on schedule that we all want <laughs> everybody the we're rose cere- I, i mean i get why they do it it kind of mixes the shit up so you never know what's coming i don't know but to me the rose ceremony should be the most dramatic six minutes on television and that doesn't work when it's a light outside while I'm watching it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It needs yeah. to be the last thing that happens in the night, and I'm tired of it. Yep. I feel ya. <laughs> anyway, alright. Jonathan, Tickle Monster. Uh, big hands thing. This too late in the game to be pulling these gimmicks, bud bud. I don't know. So, the Tickle Monster
1: brought out some gimmick big hands to tickle with. For him. Somehow, it got
2: even creepier than when he started. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how long and deep and That the tickle monster joke is going. Like, even Ellen was like, You're the tickle monster. I'm going to, everybody knows him as a tickle monster. (laughs) Folks, he's a fucking pediatrician. He went to med school. No one knows that. (laughs) And he's playing into it.
1: That's why he's going
2: home. He's a joke. Yeah, he's a joke. The guy's deep in the friend zone at this point. I mean, she, (laughs) Rachel's a really good sport about all this gimmicky stuff. And she's, she's genuinely laughing at it. But there are, there are, there's starting to become clear delineation between contenders and friend zone guys. Yeah. Guys, she probably will keep around because they're fun, fun fellas. I thought around. Jonathan
1: had a very bad episode.
2: Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> he, he really did. <laughs> he came off bad. <laughs> yeah. Every step of the way. Uh, Alex, the Russian guy, did a Rubik's Cube while talking to her. You know, that might work on some girls. I don't, I don't know yeah. if she's into it kenny 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 the kenny you're the best <laughs> but with the daughter the daughter photos it's too it's too much this is i think the third or fourth time we've seen kenny have one-on-one time with her and all the times thus far have been the daughter talk listen rim I knew you were gonna say something like this. It's too much. I knew it's gonna, get gonna get you were gonna say something
1: about my man Kenny. <laughs> get to know her. Kenny is here for love, Rim. And if you if you want to love Kenny, you gotta love everything about him, including his daughter. And that's the most important thing in his life. So yeah, it's gonna get brought up every time, Rim. So we're both we're both Kenny apologists.
2: Yes. And you just you just made the the quintessential Kenny apologist argument. And it's fair. It's right. I get it. But at a certain he's at this point he's positioning himself inadvertently as like the hot married guy that all the women have a crush on that like all the other girls are really close friends with but he's not. I mean obviously he's not married. My point is like oh, okay that's cool you're such a great father but like I'm actually gonna go suck face with Brian. Because <laughs> Brian- <laughs> because <laughs> we got a crazy passionate love over here you're great kenny you're a sweet guy
1: uh and hey that when
2: you love it, someone like i love kenny you have to you gotta give them the tough talk sometimes
1: <laughs> at the end of the day though rim whose uh motives and whose goals are the same mm. as rachel's i think it's kenny what do you mean his is everything he wants in life and how serious he's taken this it aligns perfectly with what rachel's looking
2: for uh, i don't know about that i don't think rachel wants a 10 year old no uh, she might no 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 no. <laughs> no 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 all right anyway we'll talk more about Kate. kenny owned kind of the second half of the episode Katie. Or the middle the middle third we'll say uh shout out to will will hey 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 wake out up of nowhere. Out, of nowhere. out of nowhere <laughs> wake up nowhere! were, we're sleeping we were sleeping on will it's time to take notice <laughs> will listen will's got a little personality he's he loose does. he's he's getting the kisses in he's got the lines he's got the cheesy lines that make her really laugh oh mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. sneaky sneaky Sneak. potential here all right and finally blake versus waboom mm-hmm. let's just let's do this and then we'll go to the rose ceremony what 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 happened here what 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 story did waboom make up or not make up about Blake standing over him he i mean the he was acting like it was like borderline sexual harassment yeah what what i don't i can't even reiterate what happened it was so confusing to me it just goes back to lucas is not funny i
1: mean no. this had to have been his him trying to be funny what other like what? What was the game? What was the, what was the end result goal you were looking for by telling this made up, completely fabricated story? <laughs> I mean, we can all agree that this didn't happen, right? Oh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> for a comedian, for a stand-up comedian, Lucas is really shitty at thinking on his feet. Yeah, the only reason this so Rachel didn't interpret anything he was saying as a joke. So she asked him, "Okay, is this a joke?" And he panicked. He was like, "Oh no." <laughs> I mean, obviously it was a joke. It was definitely Obviously. A joke. Joke. But he was he goes, Oh, uh, no, no, totally serious, totally serious. So Rachel goes, asked talks to Blake about it. Blake, when confronted with two facts or two alleged facts, standing over his bed while he's sleeping and licking a banana, he Blake decides to, instead of being like, haha, those are both wrong. I don't know what's going on. He's like, First of all, I don't eat <laughs> banana. I don't eat bananas because they're carbs, and I'm on a, some diet or something else. He didn't deny that he was creepily standing over while Booms Bay. He was much more concerned about, okay, actually, I don't eat bananas, and you shouldn't either. <laughs>
1: Somehow, Blake made me think that maybe the story is true by, what, yeah. by how he handled
2: it. He didn't he didn't confirm or deny the story. I was like, wait, did you, do, did you stand over his bed then? <laughs> Were you standing over his bed? Yes or no. Flat out. Uh, weird. Weird. Let's go to the rose. Let's go the rose ceremony. So it's pretty. I'll name off the roses. Okay. It's pretty clear in these instances that we've got. We've got tension between two people. One of y'all has to go. That's how these go. Right. When there's two people who hate each other, the bachelor, bachelorette has to pick one. That's the big dramatic thing. One of them's got to go. Roses. Brian. Bryce. Forgot he was there. Block Eric. Blockhead Bryce. Mm-hmm. Lego Bryce. Eric. Anthony. Will. Who drops his second fired line of the night with, you know I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jonathan. Tickle Monster Jonathan. Jack Stone. Matt. Old Man Alec. Matt. Old Man Matt. Matt was not, this was Matt's one second of screen time when he got his rose. Yep. Alex Adam also forgot Adam was there. Yep. I always forget about him. He's the
1: he's the one who brought the doll, right?
2: Yes. Okay. Kenny, the legend who probably put the first nail in his own coffin when he came with i mean you can't beat you know i will and then he drops how can he say no i uh, boo.
1: As as soon as you heard will do a play on his name you gotta scrap it you can't have two people doing that in one episode
2: i don't think he was planning to do the how can he say no until he heard will I think he tried to piggyback on the on oh, the all okay. the rage because he saw her reaction. She's like, "All right, let me drop this. How can he say no?" But it it did not hit. <laughs> Come on, Kitty Brady, really, truly forgot Brady was there. I think last episode you were like, "Are Bryce and Brady still there?" And I'm like, "No, I'm like, I, I, I told you so firmly they weren't." Lee Iggy. Fred, there was a time there where you thought Fred Fred was looking sad, but he got a rose. I see you, Fred. So, so now it's down to Jamie, Blake, Waboom, and Diggy. A.B., Diggy gets the rose. Both of the D-bags are now gone, Blake and Waboom. Were you surprised by that?
1: I wasn't surprised at all, Rim. I mean, it's one thing when it's like you have this... Person that everyone hates and is a joke character, and then there's someone against them, and they're all right. But Blake is terrible himself. He might be worse. Like, which one are you? Obviously, you're getting rid of Waboom, but Blake might have been worse
2: than Waboom. Waboom's annoying, but he's nice. Blake is annoying and he's mean. Yeah, <laughs> like they're both they're both bad. Like, so, you're what saying qualities like- would you keep Blake around for? Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, he's not even that. My sister said he looked like uh, one of those guys. He looked like someone who's in a Mormon, like uh, the Sister Wives type of shit. Where you, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and he does. <laughs> I don't know. The, Blake's mouth—he's always like slightly frowning. His he's a resting bitch face. Blake does. He's always kind of slightly frowning too, and he's always pissed off about something. The answer is I don't know. I don't know why you would keep either of them. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. I thought I thought she was going to keep one of them because that's how it usually goes. So you're saying this wasn't like an Alex and... That's who I was thinking of. Chad and Alex. Chad and Alex it from uh, JoJo season.
1: Wasn't one of them where it's, you know, you had to get rid of one of them. You can just get rid of both and you'll be A-OK, Rachel.
2: Could you imagine a two-on-one date with those two? <laughs> <laughs>
1: They should have they should have saved them and then sent them both home that way. Oh, both that go would
2: home have been, on the 2 on one. You can't you could not have beat that. Hey, producers, if you're listening. Come on. Free ideas here. room and B. That being said, I've never been felt
1: more shameful than when I was watching what they did in the driveway.
2: The driveway. The driveway scene. This was a real this was a great. I mean, it was it was surreal. You were watching it like, I can't believe these two guys are acting like this. <laughs> So they're giving their bro- they're both giving their interviews to their camera. I think I think Waboom Waboom seemed pretty out of he was, it. He seemed he he was, was drunk. D- he was drunk. <laughs> he Waboom was, been drinking. Waboom had been drinking. Uh Blake's complaining, he lives in my town. I can't get away from him. The history between these two is so deep. And hey, spoiler alert, you guys are both going to be on paradise. This is not the end of the Blake and Waboom <laughs> rivalry. It's going on for no. a, many years. At one point they make it seem like these two boys were about to throw hands A B <laughs>
1: I thought for sure they were throwing hands. I thought Blake was gonna come up with a sucker punch from the side when when Waboom was just talking there.
2: <laughs> it's like sneak Blake would sneak up on somebody and like punch you in the back of the skull, like just totally against all the rules of fighting. Blake walks right up to him and he puts his arm around him and Waboom's like, Alright, here we go. He says, Fuck you, Waboom. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Middle finger. Washed up joke. He's, he's he said you're a wannabe comedian, you're failed, all this stuff. It's it's harsh. It's it's cutting deep. I'm watching it like, whoa. Blake, chill. He said, You're the waboom clown. I'm a nice gentleman. I'm gonna play some of the I'm gonna try and put some of the clip in here, but it ba- it quickly devolved into them doing like fake impressions of each other, yeah, and like <laughs> cutting one another off. You remember, you remember in Step Brothers before Will Ferrell and John C. Riley became best friends, the type of fighting they would have, like forty yeah. year olds <laughs> being super immature, like you're no, you're the, Oh, I'm what, <laughs> boom, like doing that, guys. It was <laughs> insanity. If somebody said, "How would you summarize Lucas in one word?" I would say, "Waboom!" Shut like, up, you're I'm jealous. I'm not a
1: failed comedian. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a failed. Workout. You know, what am I? Little workout dude? person. Oh, oh, okay. You do that well. Oh, you're a no, 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 stop! 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 This. Just be, no. Lucas. Okay. So stop. Okay. Just, 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 just shut your
2: mouth. Shut your mouth.
1: Let me know when you change the world one woboom boom at a time. See you later. Absolutely humiliating themselves. <laughs>
2: humiliating. <laughs> like Blake's got to go to his personal training business and on Tuesday, and he's got to show up, and people are going to be like, oh, you are one of the more immature people I've ever seen. You definitely stooped to Waboom's level. In fact, I'd say he was he was below Waboom. He Waboom was, came off as the more <laughs> mature person here.
1: <laughs> he was way below Waboom. It was so ridiculous, Rim, by the end of it. i a s- little spin zone for you, Rim. Spin These it. guys came on together to it was like it was like if rim and nab came went on the bachelor and they were gonna oh my god i love that if they were gonna further rims brand
2: i love this theory
1: big time love that theory i think they came on together to he's 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 waboom's manager and they're gonna Uh. they're gonna further the waboom brand together and it's and they i mean they're so ridiculous i can't imagine that this is
2: real life Ab, I believe that. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not willing to consider that. I believe that to be true now <laughs> that you brought that up. They're gonna be the highest paid contestants, cast members on Paradise History. Oh yeah. Listen, Waboom, his brand stinks. Yes, it stinks. It's
1: not funny. He's not funny. He's a bad comedian. He also went on Kimmel. I don't know if you watched Kimmel
2: afterwards. I didn't see that. No.
1: Uh, he, he, he was not funny on there he's not he isn't funny
2: i couldn't watch kimmel afterwards because i immediately watched the episode again so um
1: (laughs) (laughs) but these guys waboom can go around the country and get some you know appearance money i'll tell you that right now
2: i hate waboom if he were within driving distance i'd check it out i'd check out the show (laughs) If if he was doing a show somewhere i'd i'd go If Blake and Waboom had a two-man show, (laughs) you can turn that down? You turn that down for 10 bucks? I don't think so. (laughs) That was, yes, it was an all-time scene. When there were the two guys arguing about comedy in the driveway. (laughs) What about Waboom? The thing is, it's about the world, man. And you don't even know. I don't even know what the quote Mm -hmm. is. He's like, you don't know what the world's about. (laughs) What is it about Waboom? You tell me. (laughs) Oh, it was a good scene. It was a good scene. One I won't forget anytime soon. No, but listen, again, if you've seen Step Brothers, I can imagine these two six months from now giving a prestige worldwide presentation on some third rate (laughs) daytime talk show like we mended our fences and now we want to start an entertainment company. So, okay, on to the group date. Brian, Jonathan, Peter, Alex, Will and Fred, they're going to LNAB. Work from home guy. Are you an Ellen guy?
1: Of course I'm an Ellen guy, Rim.
2: Okay. Ellen and Rachel are my two favorite female leads in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) I've kind of turned on Ellen in recent months because every time I see like a YouTube clip uh, or something on social media about Ellen, it's always like, Ellen, she's going too far. She's prying too deeply into the personal lives of these people. Like the other day, she asked Nicki Minaj if her and Nas... Who she's rumored to be dating, not public. She's like, Have you and Nas had a sleepover yet? Just deadpan. That's her thing now, is like, Go one step too far, deadpan. And then the person's like, Oh, you can't be mean to Ellen. So they have to answer the question. It's kind of bullshit, in my opinion. <laughs> no, I'm a big Ellen guy. ABC's pulling all the
1: stops, though, this season, Rim. Ashton and uh, Mila. Mila. And then you had Kareem. And now you got Ellen. I mean, the big names. And it's only episode three.
2: There's huge names that they're coming with. So when they're on stage, uh, Ellen asks if she's kissed anyone. Rachel says she has. The guys in the back who haven't kissed Rachel apparently didn't know that others had kissed her already. You See what I'm saying? Ellen's sloppy, dude. She's getting messing everything up. <laughs> she gets the answers to the questions that people want to hear, though, Rim. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. But she's, you know, these are real life people, relationships out here, AB. She's messing (laughs) things up. I mean, Ellen's actions directly affected what Fred did later in the night. That's true. She ruined Fred. (laughs) She ruined Fred. Let's talk quickly. She ruined Fred's life, I'd say. what, What we learned more about Fred, we realized that this, nothing could possibly crush him more than not winning Rachel's heart on this show. Yep. Quick, let's talk. But quick segue into the shirtless stripper thing. The male stripper deal, a b getting before, some dollars in their you pants. Before we jump into that, Rim, I can't wait to get into it. What do you got
1: there? T- uh, Ellen, Ellen talked about who had kissed Rachel, and Brian says he he's the one who's kissed her. Then then Will chimes in and says that he's kissed her as well. Brian says that Will got his sloppy
2: seconds. Did you have an issue with that, Rim? Yeah, I thought it was a it was that's a tra- That's a d bag move. Yeah. That's not a that's not a gentlemanly way to go about that. Sloppy and it's seconds even, is not. That's a high school term. That's a, a high school, school
1: term, and it's not. It's not something you want to say about a classy lady. No,
2: you're a hundred percent correct. I took. AB. I took offense to that. Yeah, it was bullshit, and it looked even worse because Brian. It would look bad if a twenty-seven-year-old guy said it. He's thirty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> you don't say sloppy seconds when you're thirty-seven years old. No. Even Ellen was like, oh, "All right, so this guy's kind of a douche. What's, what's going on with uh, what's going on with your man over here? Get your man's, <laughs> Rachel." Yes, I we hundred percent agreed on that, and I apologize to the listeners for even thinking about skipping over that moment, okay. which was bad. Let's quick talk about these shirtless male. Now uh, on the man. <laughs> it's raining, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now I don't watch Ellen enough, but is this what every episode is like? <laughs>
1: It seemed like she mentioned something about how she usually
2: does this, so I don't know. The audience is like ninety percent white, thirty five to forty five year old women, just like, yeah, this is what I came here for, <laughs> getting getting grinded on by these hard body dudes. All right, A B Jonathan, quick. All right, should we do the quick scouting report
1: real quick? Let me tell you something, Rim, before you give your scouting report. I couldn't focus on anybody because out of all these hard bodies, Alex's rose to the top.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. My man's body is like, whoa. That's the weird thing. I got two comments on that. A lot of people I know are like, Rim, you should go on The Bachelor. This is exhibit A, why that's not a possibility. <laughs> Even
1: Jonathan was like, kind of shredded out. <laughs> that's what I'm,
2: that, that was my next point. Even the, the lame, the really lame guys who you don't think of are like, they have bodies that put Michael Phelps to shame. Yeah. Like these got, these bodies are so
1: hard. You can't Alex,
2: compete with that. Alex's body,
1: I've never seen anything like that.
2: Well, um, Brian had those little like giblet, Abs like Mm -hmm. up on the side of his ribs. You know, there's the there's the main abs, and you got like the side abs. That's how you know you're super ripped up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The bodies are the bodies were too much. It was overwhelming, and I can understand the (laughs) women's reaction. It was they were the bodies were out of control. Okay, well you kind of you kind of stole my thunder there. I'm gonna run down Jonathan. No fucking clue what he was doing, even though even though he shredded out. He he had no. He's never danced before in his life. No. Will was having fun. Even Peter was having fun. Peter was having some fun in a respectful way. Peter looked like he was carrying on conversations while he was entertaining the women. Yeah. He's a gentleman. Brian, like we said, he got the riblets. Alex, AB, he's done this shit before. There's no way that Alex <laughs> has not stripped in a professional setting before. I'd be stunned if that was first time. <laughs> and that was talking hard bodies with Ruben AB. <laughs> All right, never. right, let's run down this never have I ever. Ellen asks, right off the bat, she asks, okay, which one of you motherfuckers have thought about fornicating with Rachel? I'm telling you, AB. Messy. She's a messy woman. (laughs) (laughs) This shit's on at like 9.30 in the morning, and she's coming in hot. I
1: don't know about that. It's syndicated. You never know. They tape
2: it in the morning. I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah, it's taped in the morning. No doubt.
2: (laughs) Peter and Alex say they have not thought about it. Everyone else is truthful. I believe Peter, though. Peter's just Peter, because I like Peter, and he's a gentleman. Um, Alex, I think, answered in the way that he thought Rachel would want him to answer. Will Peter and Alex have tex- texted nude selfies before? Okay. Peter's, again, Peter apologist Rim. His reaction made me feel like it was okay, like he was in love, like it was a real true love thing, so that's fine. Fred admits that he has hooked up with someone twice his own age. He said he was 21, and she was... Around 40. Rachel said, oh, you have? In that tone of voice. The tone of voice, like she's still his camp counselor. Like, oh. Like, care to explain? (laughs) Why you did that? Brian, Peter, and Will have kissed her. Now, this is when I really... This was the moment that I really, truly started to feel genuinely bad for Fred. Because this sets off the storyline that... Fred didn't just use this we knew each other as kids thing to get on the show. He like genuinely has been like searching for Rachel. He's Fred liked in Rachel. Love. He's been in love his entire life. And now he's on fucking Ellen with three other dudes on stage holding up signs that said they've made out with her. I mean, it's a it's a, I feel terrible for Fred. Then
1: he's in his own head. He's okay. thinking about why he hasn't kissed her. It's not
2: it's not looking good for fred at this point he's crestfallen when he finds this out he's like oh <laughs> other guys have been kissing her i don't i haven't gotten that far i'm getting nervous you know shit's moving really fast i feel bad for fred quickly moving to the nighttime date uh at the hudson loft which i believe may be the set of new girl you a new girl fan ab Looked i am like they just went to the new girl loft and hung out i don't know if that's true <laughs> Uh, let's quick talk about some interactions. Alex, Will, Brian, Peter, before we get to the Fred, the Hindenburg disaster of Fred's <laughs> night. AB, A- was Alex the Love Languages guy? I don't remember. I don't think so. Because he came with that hokey bullshit about what eye you look at. Like, if you look at the left eye, it's. Emotion. It lands. Of course. Yeah, well, the Love Languages also landed doesn't mean it's true there's a zero percent chance that what he said about what i you look at is true <laughs> will my our guy will snagging a kiss you know how we'll do will you know how we'll do will <laughs> is batting enough that will is not gonna have an interaction with her without kissing for the rest of for the duration of the show you can bet Something, that something's there with will something's there he's good brian gets physical as usual are you at all concerned that, and this happens every season, there's some connection that is purely physical and nothing else builds around it? We thought that was the Jordan-Jojo connection. Are you at all concerned that Brian and Rachel are just make-out buddies? I ha- they haven't said a word to each other
1: yet. It's all passion. I just... They got to get... They got to start talking.
2: I think so, too. If I were to rank Brian and Peter in terms of chances of winning, I would say I'd put Peter ahead of him because Peter... While he also has a physical connection, they did have that one-on-one date, and body language folks, I just I just disparaged the, the idea of love language, but body language folks, those two look like a true boyfriend-girlfriend with the lap. Little info about Peter Rim. He's a CrossFit guy. Found that out this I week. I don't doubt it. Yep. Did you know that he was? All, he used to be a model? I did not know that, but it does not surprise me. His pictures are revealing. He was like a legit CK model in his 20s. Nice. That's what I said. I was like, good shit. (laughs) Fred. Fred. Reeling. The definition of reeling after the Ellen show. I wanted this to go well, AB. I really wanted the, the Ellen reaction to be a fake out. More than anything, I wanted Fred to win the night. He said, I've been waiting to kiss her for 20 years. I like Fred a lot. By the middle of this date, he
1: seemed like one of the best options. Hmm. Flat out. But she just can't get over the fact that she was his counselor for some reason.
2: Before the season, we thought, okay, that's something you can build on. That's an interesting story. He never had a chance, ever. No. From the moment he got out of the limo, he was doomed. It was something I did not like
1: about Rachel. I don't like saying bad things about Rachel, but mm. get over it.
2: Yeah, get it's over not, it.
1: It's not even. It's not like camp counselor. That's like a couple weeks, one summer.
2: It's not I think even. They like went your- to the school. I think they went to the same school too. Okay, I mean it's probably a little more than they're making it out to be, but still. And in in any event, like Fred is like take Fred Forty is right now, which is a grown adult, a respectable man with a great smile and a great personality, here for the right reasons, probably more so than anyone else, Fred is here I, for the right reasons. Absolutely. Like, Fred's not going to go start, you know, some, he's not going to sell some bullshit on Instagram. Like, he's just going to go home, he's heartbroken, and he's going to continue living his life. Because he <laughs> took a shot with Rachel and it didn't work out, and now he's going to sell for someone else. So. And the way she handled it, I thought she made uh. a lot of mistakes. She, she, he
1: comes out looking so bad. Because oh. of what she said and how she handled this situation.
2: I, didn't, I did not like what Rachel did to Fred. I was very embarrassed for him. That's true. But he buried him. He dug his own grave, A.B., because he was shook. I've never seen someone so shook trying to make headway in this game. The When she when he pulls her aside or she pulls him aside, I don't know which one it was. And they go into the literally the makeout closet at this loft, mm-hmm. the side room. He said, I, I was very surprised to see how many guys had kissed you. Why bring Maybe, that up? Uh, why bring that up? He's, he's, for, after that moment, he does every, everything you could do wrong, he does.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: He be I didn't I didn't write down what he said because I was too busy. Like I was taking notes on my computer, and then he started talking, and then my my hands like went up. To, oh, I cringed like physical <laughs> hardcore. My muscles tensed up. I couldn't write anymore. But all I know is that he asked if he could kiss her. Yeah. You think she's gonna marry a guy who asks? She was so
1: not into it, and then he proceeds to actually do it. He
2: had to. At that point, he asked, I mean, he <laughs> he asked and she basically said no. <laughs> and then Yeah. You kissed her. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, I, I don't. Mean, you had, he went down swinging. I mean, if you want to make a baseball analogy, first pitch was the first couple of days, he he looked, he watched one go right down the middle. He didn't move. Second pitch, which was the Ellen show, uh, you know, he swung at one in the dirt. Just wild <laughs> way off swing. Third pitch, <laughs> I mean, the it's it's four feet outside, and he swings so hard that he let he, the bat flies into the into the stands. But he went, he so he's out. It'd be all right. It's, he's out on three pitches, but he went down swinging. It was a disaster. But you have to give him credit. He had to kiss her. I think my I personally think the kiss went on too long. She was kind of kind of backing up during the kiss which is not okay. what you want to see the thing about the kiss is it got, it started off so
1: awkward i thought she was gonna pull away right away it was gonna be over but then it kept going and i started to think maybe she's she maybe halfway through this kiss she started feeling it
2: uh-huh. feeling the fred love that's what i started thinking kind of threw me off the kiss went on so long that we could have several segments of thought yeah <laughs> it was too long he was trying to he was he was just trying to make up for lost time um yeah fred blew it and <laughs> he blew it he blew it very 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 hard i didn't want him to we wanted him to win the night at the very least he didn't deserve to go out like that but um what do you think about rachel giving him the boot Hey, Were you surprised by that? She picked up the rose in hey, the classic wait, why, producer move. Why the fuck did she pick up the rose? That was bullshit. I mean, that's just another thing. That was like, Rachel, you have do Come on, that. Rachel. Exactly what I was thinking. Why did you do that? You knew it was bad when she goes, Frederick, can I talk to you for a moment? <laughs> <laughs> like she was disappointing him. Rachel says, I, I see a man now, but I still see a boy. And A.B., like you said, that's on her for not getting over that. It's
1: She said... She said it was like kissing a boy, which is something that I would say he'll be in therapy for for
2: the rest of his life. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've Imagine being Fred and like watching that with your family. You can, Please believe Fred did not have big watch parties like some of the other contestants. Fred no. was watching this at home crying like, I can't believe I missed out on the dream girl of his life. Unreal. But shout out to Fred for holding it together in the moment. He, She kind of dragged him along with the sendoff. She's like, can I walk you out? They go down the elevator, you know, blah, blah, all the nonsense. And he, he was a man about it, though. He handled he it He handled it better than I did, AB, mm-hmm. I'd say. Yep. Anyway, Alex gets the group date rose. Good for you. Sad. How are you going to send home Fred and give the group date rose to the guy who makes up pseudoscience on the spot to try to impress you?
1: Listen, I'd love Fred, but Alex was the star of this date. He deserved the
2: rose. Okay, all right, that's fair. He earned I'm it. I'm salty. Just salty. <laughs> I'm just salty, that's all it is. Quick back at the house, back at the house. Eric, coming out of the woodwork, yammering, yammering on about how she doesn't seem interested in him. What's this guy talking about, Rim? Uh, who gives a shit? I thought... The way they treated Eric, I thought he was like 23, and all the guys resented him for being so young. He's 29. Yeah, but I he acts—he acts pretty young. Yeah, Brian is in the kitchen, like, uh, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, there's a non-zero chance that Brian is like past first base with Rachel at this point. He's <laughs> listening to Eric go on and on. Daytime one-on-one day day B with Waboom and Blake out of the picture with Fred. His unceremonious exit. We need new characters, just like we said, just as we predicted. New characters will emerge. Out of nowhere. And become contenders. Out of nowhere. Anthony's emergence was so far out of nowhere, they didn't even show the part where Chris Harrison delivered the the date card. mm was just, Anthony just started rolling down, walking down the Rodeo Drive, <laughs> like, all oh, right, motherfucker,
1: walking down the street. <laughs> oh,
2: Where's this guy? I saw somebody on Twitter call him Black Mr. Clean. I don't know if you're offended <laughs> by that, but I <laughs> think it's pretty funny. <laughs> But uh, overall, I think uh, Anthony handled this date really well. He took it all in stride. He's from Chicago, obviously never ridden a horse before, but he hops right on, takes it in stride. What do you got? What do you think? Early impressions of Anthony on this date? Handled the horse thing really well, Rim. Seemed like a fucking fish out of water, though. I'll tell you that. He was a fish out of water. That's That's a big thing with these shows is people all over the country, all different types of personalities and backgrounds the the quickest way to get to know somebody is to put them in a fish out of water situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause they're going to tell you a little bit about their background. And then it shows you how well they can adapt to yeah. one situation. Are they going to be cool about it? Are they going to be a downer? He was very cool about it. I was, I, in fact, I was thinking about, it. I was like, if I were in this situation, I'd probably be like a smart ass downer. I wouldn't adapt well. And I wouldn't get the rose. Everybody gets the rose on the one-on-one day. It would be the end of the night and be like, Tim, you kind of, you were kind of annoying during the horse thing. You didn't really fit in in Rodeo Drive, and I'm gonna have to let you go. <laughs> anyway, hey, did you see? The, did you notice the random women on the school bus going? Oh my God, it's Rachel! Ah! Yep, I saw. Him. You can make fun of those people, AB, but that's per, that's what I would do.
1: <laughs> that's what ribbon That would be ribbon AB on a bus if they saw Rachel, <laughs> hands waving in the air,
2: arms <laughs> waving. Uh, hey. J- Somehow they can do horses in stores. What is? Have you seen this before? Is this the bachelor thing? What's going on? I've only
1: seen a horse inside of a building one time, and it was on the show Bar Rescue Rim. I don't know if you remember this episode, <laughs> but someone in a bar rescue in this failing bar brings this horse into the bar, and it's like going wild in the bar, and then John Taffer runs in and sh- shuts that shit down. He shuts the, the shit down. That's the only time I've seen a horse in a <laughs> How can these people be okay with this? That's a really good reference. The horse could
2: easily tear it apart. You ask yourself now: Is this a thing they let you do on Rodeo Drive? No, I. It can't be because what if, like, let's say there's three groups of three or four riding around Rodeo Drive on horseback, (laughs) and let's say in this bizarro land where you can walk in to luxury retail stores on Rodeo Drive with a horse, what happens when? I mean these ho- these stores are not that big. What happens when that first group of three goes into that first store, and then the second group of three is like, "I want to come in here." Well, With you can't. My horse. I mean, yeah. There's already too many horses. One <laughs> horse is too many horses, of course. But uh, shout out to me, Ryman Rim. You can't have more horses. I mean, it's just the logistics don't make any sense. I never so, took Rodeo Drive for being a horse
1: place at all. Isn't it no. just a super fancy place to shop? Yeah, it's like clueless, like Alicia Silverstone. I don't get it. Are they like? Are they making rodeo into
2: rodeo? Is that the, is the, that the, is that the thing we're going for here? What's the deal with the horses? Might be, might be. It, the only way that this is, this happens in real life is if some, some super rich person like rents the stores for their personal shopping for the day and like pays for the cleanup. Yep. Cause guess what? Obviously, the horses are going to poop inside these super fancy stores. Horses poop like every six minutes. Have you ever been around horses? They're just constantly pooping. Disgusting. They're disgusting, and, and nothing smells worse than horse manure. So I don't know what I don't know why anyone was surprised by that. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, just let's take a step back here, AB. This is quite the season of the Bachelorette. We got two black people riding fucking horses inside retail stores on Rodeo <laughs> Drive. I mean, come, we is,
1: <laughs> we <laughs> I'm saying we, me included, have come a people. long way. <laughs> He yeah. means
2: black people. Yes, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, there's a lot of tumult in the country right now.
1: We've come a long way. But this way. is like,
2: hey, you know what? Pat yourselves on the back, everybody. We're the society. We're moving forward as a society. When we're watching The Bachelorette, and that is the scene we're looking at. Yep. Um, cupcake anyway. ATM rim cupcake ATM. That was no, like, now we're call back me, on call real me drive. Yeah. <laughs> good date, really good daytime date. Anthony kind of came out of the woodwork. He, like we said, went in stride. Fabulous. I wouldn't... They they had good conversation. I wouldn't necessarily say that he has game. No. Because that implies that, he, like, some fake shit that he's, like, laying on thick. Like, Brian has game. hmm Anthony's just chatting with her very smoothly, having a great time. Big Anthony guy. Where, where do you put Anthony now after this?
1: I just don't see it, Rim.
2: Oh!
1: I'm sorry. Not a contender. Doesn't have the spark. He's wearing, like, a three-piece suit. Didn't hit.
2: Oh well,
1: you can't be huge
2: and wear a three piece
1: suit. And yeah, he's it just it didn't work. It didn't work. He's busting out of a three piece suit. He doesn't have the spark. He doesn't have. He just when I pictured who I thought Rachel would be with, it was it wasn't him. You know. Yeah, he's too average. Average. In terms of, like, personality. Okay, I was going
2: to say, if Anthony walked through your door right now, you'd be Obviously, <laughs> obviously size-wise, it's breathtaking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a breathtaking man. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, whatever. But this was also the first time we've ever seen him speak. Yeah. So maybe they'll go. I think there's possibility for, there's top four potential here with Anthony. Potential. I think so. Uh, quick. Let's talk quick about the nighttime. Have you ever seen La La Land? You've seen La La Land, right? Yes, love it. They basically went to the 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 cover art for they the did. poster for La La Land and had dinner. <laughs> Um. dinner. Anyway, I thought it was pretty good that, you know, they had- Nothing really... here, Rim.
1: Like I said, nothing- <laughs> Yeah, you're right. All right. <laughs> nothing, nothing to
2: talk about. Nothing good happened. <laughs> nothing interesting. I mean, he gets the rose. He had a good upbringing. He wants to be a good dad. Let me just quick run this shit down. They had a great time. Uh, they like each other. She likes him. Fucking yawn. Anthony, Anthony gets the rose. They dance smooth jazz band. All right, you got you, you're right. <laughs> it was romantic, but you're right. Uh, back at the house. Back at the house. Anthony comes back, and the boys are like, "Oh, it's Big An-. it's, Anthony's. Obviously, very popular." Big Anthony. <laughs> big
1: aunt <laughs> everyone's dapping him up oh my god Anthony's very
2: popular in the house I'll tell you and what
1: if someone comes back and they've just got done kissing my girl I'm not dapping him up I'm not happy to see you. I am not happy to see you Anthony I wanted you to not get the rose
2: but if he's fucking awesome it's like big Anthony aunt, when it's big aunt you're like what up big dog welcome back <laughs> pull something up tell us about mom. the date boy boy <laughs> You got anything on this Eric Iggy showdown? I Again, another confrontation that I don't even understand. Like, here's here's how I perceive this. Eric's talking to a couple guys about yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Iggy comes over from the other room and is like, all right. Like, Let, me nut- <laughs> Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. All right, here, I'm going to stir the pot. And Eric's like, what the fuck are you doing over here? We weren't talking <laughs> to you. The thing that got me is when Iggy's like, so what's this? What's the point of this conversation? And Eric's like, I don't know. I don't, you're the one who came over here and you're started this conversation. You got anything else on that? I mean, is that what
1: happened? That's exactly what happened. I'm not really sure what the conversation was about. I think it had something to do with uh, Eric at one point saying that he didn't know if Rachel w- was taking this serious enough. I I didn't get that from what Eric was saying. It's, I didn't it's either. Loose, I think Iggy just stuck his nose into some business that he had no business being a part That's
2: of. of. That's a very loose interpretation of what Eric said, Yeah, that he's doubting Rachel's motives. I don't think that happened at all, but it turned into be the end of the episode storyline. So who knows? Yep. All right. Uh, let's go to this daytime group date. Number two, Brady, Dean, Adam, Kenny, Ooh, boy, our boy, pretty boy, Pitbull, Kenny King, <laughs> people's champ, the people's fucking champion, Bryce Lee. Jack and Eric. Listen, if Lee
1: hadn't done these racist tweets, I'd still be Team Lee right now. He's, done nothing, he's done nothing wrong in the actual house. Well, now, I know that the racist tweets come out, and obviously, I'm, anytime I see him, my blood boils. <laughs> but let me just put it that way. He hasn't done anything on here. I would be Team Lee. I would be a big fan of his if I didn't know that he was a racist, sexist pig.
2: The towards the very, very end of the episode, he says stuff that in the context of the tweets mm-hmm. is like, oh, that makes okay. me un- un- uncomfortable. But if the, tw- you're right, if the tweets didn't come out, you would just, it would be you'd gloss over the way he was acting. Yep. But in that context, you're like, oh, he's this okay. guy being yeah. mad disrespectful. All right, uh, so Rachel's girls from she's season show up. Squad rim. This is a good squad. This is a good squad. Alexis, Raven, Corinne, and Jasmine. Now, one might expect Corinne to really steal the show or even hook up with a guy here. That's not what happened. Nope. On the party bus, uh, somehow all the guys are above average pole dancers. I'm really starting to question where they're getting some of these contestants if all the guys <laughs> can strip and pole dance. A <laughs> B, what do you make of Raven digging into Bryce asking who's not who's not right for Rachel? She's there for she's she's gonna figure it out though, Rim. I got no issue with it.
1: It did but, seem like she was kind of flirty a little bit, I didn't, I don't know if you caught that a little bit there.
2: Those two were, well, the alcohol was flowing, um, Bryce was kind of, you never want to whisper into a girl's ear in front of your girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. That's what the, <laughs> but my thing was, Bryce, why would you, fu- why would you answer that question? Obviously, she's just going to tell, she's going to tell Rachel in 10 minutes because it's just going to come back to bite you. Sure. Quick, let's go to the mud wrestling. And by quick, I mean strapping for 15 seconds of in-depth pro wrestling talk. (laughs) Have you have you ever been so excited for a group date than when Kenny King was cutting promos before a mud wrestling (laughs) match?
1: This was an awesome group date.
2: Awesome. (laughs) Bryce, for some reason, thought he was a better athlete than Kenny. I don't know why. I mean, Kenny's literally a 15-year veteran professional athlete. I don't know why you think you're better than him, but. So we're in this uh, random bar in the middle of the afternoon, about to mud wrestle. We got uh, a large group of adult women drinking.
1: Basically the same crowd. They just brought the crowd over from Ellen. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: they're just pulling these ladies around. Uh, they're, they're screaming things like, let me say that butt. <laughs> woo. <laughs> or let's say your junk. Okay. woo!"
1: <laughs> the lady said, let me see your junk. I wanted the bouncers to <laughs> escort this lady
2: out. I mean, these women had to go to work on Tuesday. Come on,
1: lady. Someone get this mom out of here that yelled, let me see your junk to a guy.
2: So when you say, let me see your butt, you could theoretically, like, keep clothes on and do that. When you say, let me see your junk, you're (laughs) you're saying, pull down your pants. That's what you're (laughs) saying. There's no other way to interpret that. Uh, Let's, all right, let's go through the bracket here. I don't know how they set up this bracket. Kenny manhandles Jack Stone it <laughs> takes him to suplex city
1: <laughs> I said suplex city too
2: <laughs> yep kenny dominates dean or maybe adam i don't know which one it was no, and no, while no. he's doing it he who does lee it? it's lee oh he's so him lee? and lee
1: put on like an actual wrestling match <laughs> suplexes and kenny lets him do some suplexes to yeah. him it's a show it's an absolute show i would pay to see kenny and lee it made me think lee might have a little professional wrestling background
2: too He's definitely done some backyard shit. Where is he from? Tennessee or whatever. Like yeah. Lee has Lee yeah. has done some before. trampoline wrestling. That that, that was the was one where Kenny blew a kiss to the audience, and yep. the <laughs> the women lost their minds. <laughs> totally lost their minds. Like it was, it was like their version of going to an And One mixtape tour game, and then yeah. like you get the big ovation, oh! you get the first one, and then you get the oh, the second like rise where everyone jumps up out of the seats and runs onto the court. That's basically what happened when Kenny blew a kiss. <laughs> Bryce versus Kenny, the final showdown. A B Kenny. It, it turned Kenny was gassed
1: Kenny gassed out hard by the gassed end by the end Price was just holding Kenny up and Kenny looked dead
2: <laughs> he looked like the undertaker uh, at recent recent undertaker matches where it's yep. like this guy's way too old he can't do it anymore he's injured it was like a real greco-roman wrestling match they were like yeah. doing holds and just be like stay right there Ugh. uh so anyway Kenny lost but obviously people's champion in all their hearts Time for Rachel to get the intel from her girls, from her uh, reconnaissance team. Raven was the only, is the only one that talked here, A.B., so you got to wonder, maybe Corinne was just straight up flirting with these guys and not gathering any information, because <laughs> she didn't have anything to add here. Raven snitches on Bryce and Lee for saying that Eric might not be there for the right reason. Now, this is classic game of telephone, because that's not what Raven asked. No. Bryce, nope, It's not. She goes, who do you think is not a good fit for Rachel. He said Lee's not a good – or, excuse me, Eric's not a good fit. Raven turns that around to – Eric's not – names are giving me trouble here. Eric's not here for the right reasons. And then that just – it becomes this whole thing when really it was was much more innocent than that. Would you agree? Mm
1: -hmm. I'd agree, 100%. Rachel's trying to start – or Raven's trying to start some shit room.
2: Yeah. Hey, that's fine. She gets a pass for that and come on the show, get things cooking a little bit. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So on to the nighttime group date where we will see the conclusion of that, the finale of that discussion. But first thing I want to shout out is Kenny finally talking about something other than his daughter. Now, granted, it was the fact that he used to be a Chippendales dancer, but still, it's something <laughs> other than his daughter. It he gives her a nice dance rim. How did you think the dance went? She seemed to play along and enjoy it. She enjoyed it. She seemed to enjoy it. I just don't... As much as I like that moment in Kenny's episode... It's hard for me to believe at this point that Rachel is going out of all these guys is gonna pick the the current pro wrestler, former Chippendales dancer with a ten year old daughter. It's not
1: happening. It's really sad for me because I was thinking about it and Kenny's already on my Mount Rushmore of Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants rim. <laughs> okay, do you have do you have the other three or of course I got the other three. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> ben, the legend, he's on there. Alexis. Yep. Rachel.
2: And Kenny. Okay. Wow, that's hey. I can't argue with that. It's a four. I can't argue with that. Ben's great. Alexis prob probably the funniest female contestant. Oh, by far. Nine. Nine close. Nine close. Kenny, uh best guy. Best guy. And with a pass that interests us. And Rachel, obviously, Rachel could be our first female president, so <laughs> that's a good four. Yep. All right. Uh so let's skip all the other shit and get to Eric. Mr. Vulnerable, Mr. Feelings, Mr. Needs Validation, Mr. Third Man in a 90s R&B group singing the solo part in the Heartbreak song. (laughs) Girl, please come back to me. Rachel tells him that Bryson Lee had his name in their mouths, AB. What do you got on this, uh, this little conversation?
1: It always rubs me the wrong way when you get some information from someone and then you snitch out the names. Like, the names weren't yeah. important here. Not at all. Why did you cause this issue, Rachel? This is another
2: thing that Rachel did that I didn't agree with this episode. I, I I was surprised when she... I don't think we saw her... Oh, yeah, we did. I'm sorry. I was surprised when she told Eric who said what. Yeah. that That caught me off guard. Same here. But it did create a little controversy, a little uh, confrontation, A.B. Eric goes back to the group. He's got his big ass 90s R&B down to his knees, 14-foot-long scarf.
1: House Rich- meeting,
2: y'all. <laughs> no, not that yet. Not that yet. This, this is still at the group date. You're going to the rose ceremony. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, a true gentleman would have offered the clearly freezing cold Rachel in a trench coat, the scarf, just as a, as a symbolic thing. But he was too concerned with why don't you like me, Kenny? I'm gonna mosey on out of here. Kenny knows when to <laughs> Kenny knows when to get out of the room. <laughs> All right, AB. The the big the first confrontation between Lee and a black guy. Are you ready? Bryce is there too, but it's mostly Lee and Eric. Yep. Lee says it wasn't a motivation thing. It was more about his like Eric's relative lack of experience. He mentions that Eric's never been in love before. Do you buy that? That's what. I mean, we don't know because we didn't see Eric or we didn't see Lee say anything to Raven. But do you think that's what Lee's actually concerned about?
1: Absolutely not. Based on what Lee's been saying and what you see in the future episodes, he's trying to get he's trying to pick people off one at a time.
2: Yeah, and I don't I don't blame him for that. He's doing strategy. Somebody's yeah. got to strategize around Somebody's, here. You can't all be buddies. It's a game. Lee then goes into a little bit of a lecture about Eric screaming. How? sincere do you think this line was from lee he he buttered him up like i've never seen Mm -hmm. to the point where eric was shook he was like why are you being so nice to me it was weird (laughs) says i love you to death and i think you're an amazing individual got a lot of potential got a lot of potential
1: not buying it well obviously i know he doesn't like black people so i know this is total (laughs) this is total bs
2: (laughs) his tone was pretty condescending I think yeah. he stopped short. He just stopped just short of calling him boy. He was almost <laughs> gonna call him boy. It was almost there, Ab. He was very <laughs> condescending, I thought. I don't know why. You're a team Lee, but <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't big
1: into it. Eric said it perfectly. Lee has a lot of snake in his DNA.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Period. Well, he's probably mixed up moonshine with snake blood before. Like he probably <laughs> literally has snake in his blood. <laughs> Anyway, Eric gets the group day lo- Rose. Were you surprised by that?
1: Yeah, why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so you brought your, your squad in. They tell you, they give you one name of a person that might be here for the wrong reasons. You give that person out of the entire
2: group. You had so many different options, and you give him the Rose. I don't get it. And Eric didn't really make a case for why he wasn't. No. He When he was talking with Rachel, he was more concerned about who said what, and then yeah. I'm going to go talk to him. I don't get it. I mean, I guess she was trying
1: to make him feel like she was trying to give him some validation, confirmation. Yeah, some validation that that she does like
2: him. I guess she probably, maybe she thought he needed it more than anyone else. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of what just, I'm he's saying. in his own head. He's he's and he knows it. He just thinks too much. And maybe, so maybe that was like she a was in and her own head
1: on uh, Nick's season. So. Maybe she sees some of herself in Eric.
2: Oh, I like that angle. That's why you're the fucking esteemed historian. Yep. This rose selection does not please Lee. He must have had a couple drinks between the time that Eric was talking to him about that and when Rachel gave the rose out because his eyes were a little his eyes were a little red and he goes <laughs> he goes, I'm happy you got the rose, man. That's good. You deserve it for your growth. Oh Team Lee Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go to the let's wrap this shit up cocktail party the jameson is full the as rim, usual. i noticed that i noticed I after told you. what you
1: said last episode you telling me that's whiskey in that cup rim
2: that's fucking whiskey is that in what you li- mean and, to tell me and like not much ice it was to the brim like she had to sip it out so yeah. it wouldn't spill that's how she, full she couldn't was. tilt the glass no all. yeah and surprised she didn't have a uh a straw or no something straw, she's got nothing. lipstick on and all that crazy um. Al, just a quick couple notes Alex is wearing what appears to be a satin purple paisley suit <laughs> I don't know if anyone else noticed that it was on screen for a second but Alex has got some wild style man wild style he does he's the crazy Russian on this season <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait for him to be just full track suit on some group date one sometime <laughs> just the full stereotype <laughs> what do you think of uh, Iggy trying to i don't know he's talking to rachel about him and eric i don't know what again we didn't we didn't understand the original interaction so i'm certainly not going to understand his spin job explanation to rachel iggy's going home rim it's it's the classic
1: mistake right i mean Iggy's going home it's like these people have never seen this show you should if i got on the bachelor i would i would watch every season that's ever been on multiple times and figure out how to win make a little spreadsheet and figure, yeah. Yeah, figure out what, the what did What this are. guy do to win what did this guy do to get kicked off one of the main things you do to get kicked off is you use your one-on-one time snitching on someone else that's the main way you that's get booted off literally bachelor one-on-one no matter it, who's in the right or wrong it always
2: ends up wrong for the person snitching always even if the person snitching is right about the person they're snitching on and that person goes home. The snitcher still goes home, too, because after that person's gone, then there's nothing. I, I forgot who it was, but that if you make that your identity. It was Alex. You, it was Alex. Yep. Once Chad left, was kicked off by Jojo, Alex had no other thing with Jojo. Yep. That was his identity. So now, like, even if Rachel were to boot Eric, then her and Iggy, five episodes into the show, don't have any connection. So nothing. then you're done anyway. Yep. Never worth it. It's never worth it. Anyway, so Rachel finds Eric and they I guess they smooth it out. I don't know. What the show the episode ends with Eric corralling everybody in the house, main room, like er, mid nineties real world, MTV real world style, like all right, house meeting everybody, no, like a, you said. What it is what it's really like, Rim
1: is the Dave Chappelle real world skit. <laughs> house meeting, y'all, after the <laughs> after the guy stabs her dad. <laughs> <laughs> there's four white, there's four black cast members. Oh, it's man. real world black or whatever, and then mad there's one mad real yeah, world, mad real world. <laughs> and there's one white person, and one of the guys stabs the white guy's dad. <laughs> and then they call house. one of the black people calls a house meeting and kicks the white guy out. <laughs> all time, <laughs> in all in all times, get
2: house meeting, y'all. <laughs> alright that went down a weird path but yeah okay Eric is corralling everybody this is the we got our first real knockdown drag out screaming match Uh what do you expect when the show picks up next episode so somehow Kenny gets involved
1: <laughs> I'm not sure but Kenny
2: is involved in the you didn't see the what's coming up next Kenny just said Lee's a bitch but that was a different setting
1: oh yeah asked, you're right
2: he goes Lee you're a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's the man. <laughs> I don't think anything's going to happen from this. Um, Probably not. nothing will come of that interaction, but it was interesting to see the next week on The Bachelorette to see a lot of the guys start turning on Lee. Mm-hmm. Kenny, we haven't even seen Kenny and Lee interact yet. No. So for Kenny to call him a bitch is kind of out of nowhere. And then we see Will giving lee a little history lesson about hey maybe why you shouldn't call black people black men aggressive mm-hmm. um lee before uh will even finishes that sentence Lee kind of starts groaning like oh here we like he's not interested <laughs> in the lectures um lee's kind of being the smart ass sitting down while eric is ranting and raving the other guys are standing up kind of giving him respect like all right what you want to do uh, the concept of the house meeting on like 20 minutes before a rose ceremony is so crazy to me Yeah. Like, why yell at everybody if some of them are going to be gone in half hour?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm with you. It's just not the place. You don't do it when Rachel's literally in the house. That's another thing, is Rachel just talked
1: to you about the issues you're having with other guys, and then you immediately walk and have a house meeting where you yell at
2: everyone, (laughs) and she could be the next room over. You know, it's a little unfair the way some of the guys, the things that some of the guys are saying about Eric, Lee, Mm -hmm. Iggy, and Bryce in particular- but he's giving them a whole lot of ammo. He's acting pretty immature. Oh, yeah. Anything else on this episode, AB? What do you think? uh, Who do you think's going home, I guess? I mean, did anybody jump out, jump ahead of Brian or Peter on the rankings? I mean, we barely saw Peter, so. Rim, I think it's a season full of duds. No one's standing out for me.
1: Nobody. I guess Peter. Seems like the most
2: mature. Will. I like Peter. You don't like Anthony. I like, um, yeah, I guess you're right it's a duds there's a lot there's contestants that i like personally as dudes hey side note where the fuck was josiah josiah was the not on the at camera
1: all. time there, I, <laughs> I literally just realized i'd had no notes about josiah
2: and didn't see him one time he obviously didn't have a he didn't have a date this week if you don't have a date you're screwed even if you're a camera hog like josiah is the king's speech, man. Yeah, Josiah wasn't gone. Wasn't there? Wow. Uh, P- Peter was barely on. Matt was nowhere to be found. I think oh. Matt's a decent contender. You're right. I mean, I don't know who. When I said that characters will emerge, I, th- I was talking specifically about Anthony. So if, if you're out <laughs> on Anthony, then I, you're right. I don't know who. I think Alex kind of showed me something, um, dude. Alex, Alex is a party trick guy. He's not a yeah, real guy. You're always that's coming right. up with bullshit. Good yeah, call. Alex is a party trick guy. All right, well, in any case, um, that's our recap. It went a little long, but the... Hey, what do you want us to not have flowing conversation with... Hey, I got some background info before you wrap it up here, Rim. All right, I always forget that. Let me have it.
1: Lee gave an interview, and he talked about how he got on the show. He was actually scouted, so they came to him. You know how we talked about last bonus episode about how ABC... Pro- probably knew about his racist tweets well they scouted him and reached out to him on facebook and said asked him if he
2: wanted to be on it so you mean to tell me that they didn't know about this rib if you missed our bonus episode we talked about the lee tweets and the kevin durant revelation and yeah we both agreed that abc had to know they had to know about the tweets beforehand they reached out to him so was this interview like him trying to save face like oh well well no, was this is was before this the season started it was, was? just a,
1: yeah, it was just a random it was, you know, you're going we see you on the bachelor. Someone interviewed him. Gotcha. Okay. And they asked him how he got on and they he didn't apply.
2: Here's the other thing. I I don't I don't always buy that. How many contestants have we heard say, "Oh, so and so applied for me." My friends said no one wants to admit that they applied to be on the Bachelor or Bachelorette. That's true, but he's very specific. He got a Facebook message from
1: someone on the show and they they asked if he'd be interested to try
2: out. Hey, I don't know. If you want to buy, if you want to buy into the guy who's got snake oil in his DNA or snake in his DNA, then you go <laughs> ahead. Do it so at your own peril, AB. I'm just saying, ABC is just as much of a snake as the, he is. Yeah, that's true. Here's here's how I like to. I'll, we'll put a bow on that. I think ABC knew. I don't think Chris Harrison knew. Because I love Chris Harrison, and I would be deeply saddened if he did. I'm leaning towards ABC
1: knew about the racist tweets, and they brought him on. Sexist. Sp- They're
2: mostly sexist. Let's also racist keep that in sexist. mind. There's yeah. sexist, and he was some, he's he's not a big fan of certain religions. We'll leave it at that. Yep. <laughs> so it's a lot of stuff. Just <laughs> it's, bigotry in general. General bigotry. All bigotry wrapped
1: into one. They knew about all that, and they brought him on to stir up drama. I think that's what happened. That's okay. the most likely, based on what we know so far
2: definitely. Any other any other off-screen stuff you got? Nope. I I read something about last week's episode that said Jack Stone and Rachel actually kissed, but they chose not to show it because it was like really bad or something. And that kind of might explain why Jack Stone was acting like a total weirdo to her <laughs> that last episode when they showed him like you're just so great. Like they might have just got done making out, so. Okay. Anyway. Well, hey, that's all we got hour plus thank you thank you thank you for listening to the Rose Guess. We appreciate it if you have not done so already, please subscribe on Apple podcasts and also stitcher I'm gonna be better about giving out that link for the non iphone weirdos but um it's the that's the reality some people don't have iphones a b so we gotta we gotta <laughs> accommodate those folks um also follow on um Twitter, Rosecast, ES, and also I think this is the last week that you can join the ESPN ABC Bracket Challenge. There's a link in the show episode description. But any other um, uh, things I need to remember here, E.B.? Special announcements? I don't think so.
1: Refer a friend program. It's going on right now, Rim. Oh yeah, tell us about the refer a friend program going on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's the incentive there?
1: <laughs> no incentive. It's just a just a way to say thank you for all the. Weekly entertainment Your good friends Ruminate
2: B Provide you if You refer a friend uh, They enjoy it And We thank you We appreciate that There's no physical thing That we can give you Or no. any monetary No reward for that But it is Refer a friend week Here At the Rosecast And <laughs> also every week After Thereafter It's always Refer a friend week So we appreciate Every single one of you Who has Referred friends Thank you